people are starting to look at cannabis, particularly cannabis and low doses, and you know, the title of this series is uh, Low Down on Low Dosing, I feel like it would be remiss if I didn't discuss the topic of social stigma. And the reason for that is because it's real. So for me personally, looking at cannabis and low doses, when I think about methods of administration, which I, I covered in another segment, I'm not going to go into that in too much detail, but when I look at methods of administration, one of the things that I'm thinking about is discretion. I'm thinking about controlled dose, discretion, because this issue of, of social stigma is, is very relevant. What I'd like to do in this segment is talk a little bit about my own personal story, some of the misconceptions, stereotypes, and really offer the audience permission to move forward and especially in examining whether or not cannabis is right for you. And then if you choose to consume cannabis, particularly in low doses, kind of having that permission to know that, that you're, you're okay, there's, there's nothing wrong with you. And um, as we start to provide more accurate education about cannabis in, in general, I think you'll, you'll start to realize that the tide will turn and the tide is turning slowly but surely. So from my own personal point of view, um, the way that I came to cannabis and low doses, I was a very much a working professional, you know, high stress, mom of two, lots of balls in the air, lots of trips to Target, lots of trips to Trader Joe's, cooking, cleaning, all that stuff, traveling. And I spoke to my physician about stress and, you know, I said to her, you know, gosh, I, it seems like, you know, look, I'm 50 pounds overweight, like what, what can we do here? And she immediately pulled out a prescription for an antidepressant, which I was somewhat alarmed by because I didn't consider myself to be depressed for starters. Um, but as I questioned her and really, you know, I'm a, I'm a person that kind of takes the bull by the horns and I, I confronted her, if, if you will, and I said, I don't know, I, just, just, uh, I don't think this is for me. And she said, oh no, but this one is actually really good for anxiety and I really think that you should try it. And she gave me a prescription for a 20 milligram dosage, which again, seems very, very high to me. I subsequently returned back to the physician. kept you know, kind of going back to the, to, to the well, if you will, I received a prescription for a relatively low dose of an antidepressant and long story short, I tried it and I had really awful experience. I ended up um, having thoughts of suicide, which for me, I had, I never experienced anything like this before. And I thought to myself, well, there's gotta be another way. And of course, I, you know, having lived in California, I had some exposure to um, cannabis as medicine. I was familiar with, you know, the fact that you could go and you could get a medical recommendation. And, you know, relatively, I, I thought it would be relatively easy to, you know, go and get cannabis prescription and, and are actually called recommendation and then go to the dispensary. But what I struggled with was that I didn't see myself as a person having a major medical problem, right? So I, I wasn't in, you know, I wasn't getting cancer treatment. I didn't have severe pain. I didn't have MS. I didn't have Parkinson's. So I didn't really identify as a person that would be using cannabis as a, for medical reasons. And by that same token, I, you know, I'd smoked a little pot in college like a lot of us have, but I, I really didn't enjoy that experience and I didn't necessarily see myself as a recreational consumer either. So um, with this personal experience of, of having a really negative experience with the antidepressants, what I decided to do was go ahead and go get my medical card and go into the dispensary. And I really started to educate myself about well, what is this and what are the different forms of administration? And I'm not interested in smoking anything. And for that matter, I'm not interested in vaping anything either. You know, I want to know what, what other options are available to me. 
And as I started educating myself and sharing my own personal story, what I realized is that a lot of people were like me. You know, there were people like me who were looking for alternates to prescription medication for stress in particular. You know, a lot of antidepressants are being prescribed to people who do have just a very low level of stress. Now, I'm not saying I'm not a medical professional and, you know, there's I do believe there's a room for antidepressants in the sort of medical armamentarium, if you will. But for me personally, I, I was seeking another alternative. And as I started get doing more research, I started realizing, wait a minute, you know, cannabis is a, a natural intoxicant. It's a natural sleep aid. And I also was a person that was using prescription medication for sleep. So I was traveling a lot. And, you know, I would definitely go to my physician before I would travel on a trip. I'd get a prescription of Ambien. And I did this somewhat um, absent-mindedly. You know, I, I, I told my physician, hey, I'm traveling. I need something for the jet lag. She gave me the Ambien. I didn't even really look at the side effect profile of drugs like Ambien. So as I started looking at that and seeing some of the published data around documented side effects for Ambien, most notably this hypnotic wakeful state that happens when you're asleep. There's, there's stories of people, you know, driving around on, on Ambien highs or cooking entire meals in their kitchen and not having any recollection of this after, after having taken drug, powerful drugs. Benzodiazepines is the category of drugs for that. Um, that category, the sedatives like Xanax, lots of my mom friends taking, popping a Xanax. And again, these things have huge side effect profiles. So for me, as I started educating myself and realizing that there was a relatively low side effect profile of cannabis and low doses, I said, you know, I'm going to try this. I, I don't think it's very risky in low doses. It's something where you don't get the intoxicating benefits. So you still recognize a lot of the the um, anti-inflammatory, you relax, you, your mood is uplifted with a, with a little bit of THC. And it, for me, it seemed to be something that would be very powerful. Now, I can recall going to my first conference in the cannabis industry. And, you know, it was a cannabis science conference. And I thought to myself, this was a few years back. I thought to myself, okay, this is, this is the medical conference. I'm going to go and I'm check it out. And, you know, I met a lot of people at that conference who, who I would call are the, like the free the plant people, right? And so they're wearing lots of cannabis garb and, you know, they've got the jewelry and they're, you know, cannabis, 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 cannabis is, you know, sort of snake oil for everything. And it's just, it should be the first line and every, and I thought, woo, that, that's coming on a little strong. I'm not quite the free the plant person quite yet. Um, or will ever be, and I, I couldn't really relate necessarily, um, but I, I saw where some of this, uh, these stereotypes come from, and, and, but I couldn't necessarily relate to that, to that point of view. So as time has progressed, and this has been quite a journey for me, you know, I, I don't like to use the metaphor of like coming out of the closet because I think that that's really loaded. There's a lot of, you know, social implications of using that phrase. But for me, there really has been a kind of a coming out with my friends, my family, uh, my professional colleagues talking about cannabis. I try to really keep the information that I'm disseminating as accurate as possible, as informative as possible. And I have now subsequently had such a powerful personal journey using cannabis in low doses that I feel a personal responsibility to talk about this publicly. And in fact, I just came back from the Cannabis Science Conference. Um, I was actually one of the speakers 
um, during the, the conference talking about the new case for edibles, and I'll, I'll talk more about that in the methods of administration um, section of this segment. But you might notice here, for those of you looking on video, I have here, I have my cannabis necklace on, and um, this is really important to me as just a conversation starter to um, help people, you know, start the dialogue about cannabis and the power of the plan. I know this is something that Craig and I share in common and, and giving people permission to look at cannabis as a tool for wellness, as a tool for helping with medical indications. And, and for that matter, as I mentioned, the focus of this is really around medical and wellness, but there's also room for cannabis from a recreational perspective as well. And I think it's really important to start this dialogue and to be to be proud of the fact that I'm involved in this. I'm a cannabis educator and I think that there's really a positive platform that can that I can have in talking about my cannabis experience and and, and sharing with everyone publicly that I, I am a consumer of cannabis. So in summary, a little bit about my personal experience, um, looking at social stigma, considerations that I looked at when I started to think about cannabis and low doses. And I hope that as you inform yourself and get an education about cannabis, particularly in low doses, that it's something that you consider for your own personal perspective as something that as you are educated, you can also help to mitigate the social stigma associated with using cannabis.